Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The greatest weekend in all of sports. Actually, the two greatest weekends in all of sports are upon us. Wild I hate calling it Super Wild Card Weekend. It's always yeah, the Wild I, I Card Weekend. Wild Card Weekend is here, BT. I love it. Games galore. I love Wild Card Weekend. I, I've said this is even better to me than divisional matchup. I just love it. So I got to tell you, I don't know, Sal, if I'm a prisoner of the moment, and there's a chance that I might be. I'll, I'll put that out there. Maybe I am. All right. I think this is the most interesting weekend in the history of football. I, I really do. I look at every single game. I'm not going to run down every game, yeah. but just like cherry picking. So, anytime the Browns are playing a playoff game, dude, I mean, no, they're tortured pass, Joe Flacco. All right, that's incredibly interesting. The Dolphins and the Chiefs, going to be one of the coldest games in the history of the NFL. Tomorrow night at Arrowhead, 30 degrees, minus 30 with the wind chill. The Chiefs aren't what they were. Mahomes, blah, blah, blah. If the Bills lose, McDermott could get fired. Right. If the Cowboys lose, then McCarthy could get fired. The Lions are hosting the Rams. Stafford, the former first overall pick for Detroit, is coming in as a Ram for another one of the most tortured fan bases, Detroit, in their crib. And he could just destroy their lives with a win. And if the Eagles don't beat the Bucks, Sirianni might get fired. Love it. The storylines are built in with the players and coaches from former teams going head-to-head with the coaches that could potentially be done if they lose this wildcard weekend. And the thing maybe that I love most about it going into this postseason I feel like the NFL's wide open. I, I love it. There's no clear cut like all oh, the Chiefs and Tom Brady's Bucks or Tom Brady's Patriots or what like, yeah, okay, the Ravens and the Niners are favorites, but they can be had. I like going in. If I'm a Dolphins fan, even as down as I've been after blowing the division and, and disappointment on Sunday night losing to the Bills, I still feel like, you know what? If things break right, I could go to the Super Bowl. I really believe that anybody in either conference Maybe not the Bucs, but I think the majority of the teams in each conference, you can make an argument, can get to the Super Bowl. I like that. And that part, and this is where I'm going to disagree, I don't like that at all. Interesting. I, I don't. I don't. You know, parody's been discussed for a long time. You know, and I'm not going to not gonna lie. Like, 
when we have a middling team like, you know, a Knicks team trying to get a seven or an eight seed because the conference is watered. By the way, bad loss by the Knicks last night, too. But anyway, <laughs> that bothered me. Um, so I would fight back, though. I know they did. We get lost without, yeah. without Luka. Yeah. Come on. And the Knicks are trying to scrap and get an eight seed, and it's like the conference is weak. All right, well, then I, I accept parity because then my team has a chance. It increases right. the same with the Mets and the Yankees, wild card, all that stuff. But generally speaking, di- the dilution of sports is a big problem. Because if you think about what shapes the conversations and, more importantly, the imagery of sports, it's iconic brands. It's iconic, certainly moments, but iconic players. Iconic coat, Landry, Lombardi, Parcells, Jerry Rice, Montana, Belichick, Brady. I'm not saying there's no great players now. Steel Curtain, I just glossed over 30 yeah, just to yeah, keep yeah, it moving. Yeah. Like, yeah, these games should be close and, and competitive games are fun. I like the Titan that everybody's trying to take down. Okay, I can respect that. The hated dynasty, you want to go after yep. him. However, go, like going into a postseason, generally, you'd maybe be like, okay, well, these two teams in this conference, these two or three teams in that conference can go. This year, would you be shocked if the Bills went to the Super Bowl? Yes. Because they're, be they're, they're, they're not beating the Ravens. Oh, they're, not, they're not beating the Ravens. Just smoke them. If they, if they even have but to that, play each but other. But you'd be shocked if they I'd went be, to the I'd be, I'd be incredibly surprised. What about Kansas City? If they get to the Super Bowl? Yeah. I think they might lose tomorrow night. What about Miami? Cleveland. Like, look at these teams. I mean, if Cleveland gets there with Flacco, I'd be shocked. But their defense is legit. Like, I know. You, you can make a... I feel like I can make, and I'm not saying the Ravens aren't the best because they are the mm-hmm. best. However, they can be beaten by the Browns. They can be beaten by the Steelers. Not this version of the Ravens. Not, they, the, not the version the, Lamar's been humming on the last month or so. And uh, no, I, I disagree. I think the Ravens beaten, are going. And they can be beaten by the Bills. I think the Dolphins are going to beat the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are right for the picking. I look at the AFC, where in other years I go in saying, ah, realistically, it's only whatever. Last year, it's going to be the Chiefs or the Bills or, or whatever, the Bengals or the Bills. Like, now I feel like you can make a case. I don't think the yeah. Texans are going, but you can make a case for anybody. I don't think necessarily the Bills, are, the Browns are going, but... I can make a case for them. And in the NFC, same thing. Like, the Eagles suck right now. If they get it turned around, all of a sudden beat the Bucs, I wouldn't be stunned. Rams you can make a case for. Lions you can make a case for. I think Cowboys, you know, even Packers playing well. And now, again, I'm not going to pick the Packers to go to the Super Bowl. I think you can make a legitimate case for multiple teams from each conference. I personally like the parity. Again, you can make multiple. You more than me. I hear you. That doesn't mean they're games that you must watch. Like, yeah, the Browns, I get, I, get, I don't think so. But all right, Flacco, Matt, they do have a great defense. I do think they can certainly beat the Texans. And if you win the first one, who knows? We saw the Rex's team years ago twice, back-to-back. But do you really want to watch Joe Flacco in the playoffs? Well, I mean, yeah, Honestly, I think it's a, good, it's a nice story. It's a nice story. Is it something that you must sit down and watch? I think their defense is the selling point. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand that, but it's not the Ravens' defense. It's not the Giants of 85 and 86 with those guys. You have Stop. a rooting interest? Like, are you going to pick two teams? I'd like to see the them? Browns win because of their fans. My father-in-law's from right. Ohio, okay, so well, he's been torched with right. that. No, Dad, no, I'm rooting for him. Uh, my, you know, Jen's a big Cowboys fan being from Texas. I want to see Dallas get there. All right, so you want a Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl versus who? The Browns. Okay. But my mother-in-law's from Kansas City. He's like, so she's, you know, listen, I'd like to see the Cowboys get there for the pageantry. The best matchup, I think, would be the Ravens and the Niners. Right. I really do. Cowboys, Niners, NFC Championship game, sick. And then, 
and I'd have to check the different configurations. But Ravens, right? Like if it could even, yeah, happen. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ravens, Chiefs, I guess. Um, but I, I mean, Chiefs aren't as exciting. I am rooting for a. I am rooting for a Dolphins, Cowboys Super Bowl. The history will play to that nice. I mean, that's a little. Yeah, that'll be great. That. I think the Cowboys in is going to be a huge. I I hate the Niners. I mean, I like Kyle Shanahan. I respect them. Sure. I hate them. I want just. I want to see somebody different. In well, there. I, I want to see how ago. great Purdy can be. Like yeah, I know okay. he's amazing, and his stats are great, and they win. I mean, if Brock Purdy goes on a run here with a couple of wins and you know ten touchdowns and one pick, and he wins the Super Bowl. I mean, we got a new superstar officially. You know, if you think about it, dude, it is still a lot of the same teams. Eagles have been to one recently. Um, Bucks, obviously, been to one recently. Yeah. Niners, you know, not too long ago. Rams, not too long ago. Like, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of the same teams here in the NFC. The Cowboys, obviously, the Lions would be different too. Uh, but I, don't, I like to look. I wouldn't mind if the Lions got there as a second team out of the NFC. AFC, that's why Miami, totally different team. I wouldn't mind seeing the Bills in a Super Bowl. Um, Brown, certainly. I'm rooting for the underdog. Texans, eh. Nah, I don't want to watch Texans do anything. I have one more question for you before we get back to these phones here. So, (laughs) I I know I'm a much bigger college basketball fan than you, Mm -hmm. but I I know you have a thought on this. So, I was on campus yesterday shooting the Red Storm Report with Coach Patino, which airs tonight and tomorrow on MSG. And one of the things that Rick said, and it was really interesting to me, he's like, there's 12 teams that can win the national championship this year. Like, that's how wide open it is. Now, that's great. If you're a team like like St. John's, who's obviously getting better, or Seton Hall, who's because had an amazing yeah, start, yeah. you know, you theoretically have more of a chance to maybe go further than most people thought you could coming into the season. But my favorite, and I know college has changed a lot with transfers and got kids bouncing early. I know it's a different world. But didn't you always enjoy the NCAA tournaments more so when you had, like, a Titan or two, yeah. an established Goliath. Right, when you get down to the Final Four and it's George Mason. and uh, yeah, yeah, I was at that one, by the uh, I think that was Michigan State. Whatever, that was in 04, yeah. 03, whatever. Like, like I was it, there. It's fun in the early rounds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah yes. But then as you get down to it, it's like, where's yeah. Kentucky, Duke, yeah, Butler, North Carolina? Yeah. You know, that 51-50 game, whatever it was. Right. So you know what I'm saying? And, and I how, how I feel about that generally transfers to the other sports. Okay. I mean, I, I respect that. And I'm not opposed to the dynasty trying to be taken down. But I do like the fact that you have multiple teams and multiple fan bases uh, being able to potentially go out there and get themselves to a Super Bowl. BT and Sal on the fan. We'll get back to your calls here. Marcus Stroman been a hot topic for the first hour of the show. Paul is calling from North Arlington. What's up, Paul? What's going on, guys? I'm not saying... Um... Strowman was a bad signing. I'm saying the Yankees still need maybe one or two more starting pitchers. Mm-hmm. They need at least Trevor Bauer, who I would sign immediately because, number one, as you guys did the interview, he knows exactly what he's talking about. He does the use of stuff where he analyzes every little bit of pitching down to the T of the RPMs of every ball thrown. To, or bring in Monty. But my biggest thing, I would bring in Trevor Bauer because I feel like he could sit there help Schmidt with his stuff, help other players work on their stuff throughout the season while also still being at the top of the rotation. And you don't know how Rodone's going to be. Yeah, You really don't. You really have zero clue how that man's going to be. He got hurt last year. He was literally the worst pitcher in the MLB. Well, no, he Severino was. The Mets, the Mets' well, new ace no, was. Yeah, you yeah. Stop. <laughs> Mets' new ace. Yeah. I mean, pardon me, second star. Well, yeah, it's come okay, because the Mets just signed all the Yankees' leftovers. That, well, that's, but, yeah, that's I'm just messing with that. Listen, here's yeah, the thing. the Yankees just signed a, a Mets cast off from a couple years ago. They had no interest in bringing back. Return the favor. Thank Rich you. Roman. I mean, the thing about Rodon and why this is so dangerous. Now, do I think that he bounces back? I do to what I do. I I, I don't think that this becomes like Ed Whitson and 
he's booed mercilessly, and it's just, oh, my God, this is untenable. I don't think that's going to happen. But, like, they have to have built-in protection mechanisms if it does happen. And without a Bauer, without a Snell, without a Montgomery, without a Cease, without a... a, um, They need one of those four. And Hicks. It's just too risky like, for Soto for one year for right. Judge's prime. You you must stack. Well, well, let's just lay it out. They've added Verdugo. Yep, solid move. Very big fan. Solid. Yep. Like it. You, solid. I think you and Not I both super, like that from like the beginning. It. Obviously, you add Juan Soto. Uh-huh. Now there's risk involved there, giving up whatever. Whether you like what they gave up or not, they did give up, you know, a bunch of pitching, sure. which at the very least prevented them from getting another pitcher or a big move. But they gave up enough to get Juan Soto for one year. Risk, mm-hmm. but you have to love it, all-in type move. Yep. And then they signed Marcus Stroman. Stroman, Soto, Verdugo. That's not exactly Sabathia, Teixeira, Burnett. Mm-hmm. Well. Now, Hicks. Well, but, wait, the- but hold on. I mean, yeah, I mean, but you don't need Sabathia because you have Cole. Like, Sabathia Well, they was- got Sabathia and Burnett. No, Stroman's I, I, but, not Burnett. No, 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 I'm not saying he is, right. but. But the reason they needed Sabathia so badly is they needed a legit lockdown ace. The Yankees have the best pitcher right. in baseball, if not the second but, best. But so that, get, it's it's different. But I guess and to is, share his production, and Mark was very good. Yeah. Switch hitter, great fielder for a righty. At the time, though, he was a, he he was was a stud. He was first the biggest year, bat available. Right? His first year was really good. Yeah. His first couple were really good. But Soto's better. Well, 100%. So, so I actually I'm think this offseason could be better than no, no, that. But I'm just saying that that offseason, it was... Best pitcher on the market, Sabathia. Best hitter on the market, Teixeira. Second best pitcher with Burnett. It was boom, boom, boom. Yep. Three, no doubt about it, top guys. Verdugo, like, a solid outfielder. You know, sure. He's eventually going to be a fourth outfielder. It's not a top move. Stroman, a three or a four. I don't know if he's a fourth outfielder. I think once Juan Dominguez comes back in, in July. I, I, yeah. me, uh, Jason Dominguez. I think Jason's playing center. I think Verdugo sticks in left. I think Judge is your right fielder. I think Soto DHs a lot. All right. Well, whatever. You're going to have Stanton in the mix as yeah, well. Stanton could get you know, I, 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 I can't know, waste time talking about Stanton. I know how you feel, but yeah. I'm just saying. I got gotcha. you. It, it, you know, you can't have Dominguez, Stanton, Judge, Verdugo, Soto. I got gotcha. you. Like, I got gotcha. you. There's just not enough. So, so, all right. But Verdugo, a nice piece, but. You know, he's not the piece. Strowman, a nice piece of the rotation, not the piece. The Yankees, after 2008's failures, yep. they went out and got three the pieces. Yeah. Right now, they've got one the piece in Soto. That's why, to, like, if I, I can't question the Yankees or knock the Yankees had they have gotten Yamamoto if they get one of the four guys that you mentioned, the top starters, and Hicks, Jordan Hicks. I right think. now, the season starts tomorrow without another move, knowing what you know about the Yankees and the rest of the American League. How many wins you give the Yankees? I mean, I think the Yankees in a bad year, most bad years, still going to win 90 games. I think to be a playoff team, I don't think they're a World Series team. So right now, you know, low, lowish 90s, maybe settle on that neighborhood. 92? I, I can, I, uh, 92. I can, not, you're not going to win the division, are you? Uh, I, got, I got news for you. I mean, I, if Judge stays healthy the whole year. I, I, I was really, I don't want to nerd it up now. It's whatever. But if you're interested, go look it up. I, like, the American League pitching staffs. Mm-hmm. Are really not that good. Cole's the best of the bunch. So I'm going to stand. I'm just one saying those five, and then right. So it starts for me with Cole. So yeah. And when you when you start with the best, uh, yeah, you've you got to generally end with the best yeah, if exactly. the other stuff is just decent. Right. And what I'm saying is outside of Seattle, because I think the best rotations, the Braves and all the baseball, especially mm-hmm. when you add in sales, your third third guy, basically third fourth guy. Uh, I think the the Seattle Mariners are probably two. The Dodgers are there as well. With the, if, if Yamamoto's the man. I think the Yankees right now have a top five, top six rotation in baseball. And then you have Juan Soto and 
Aaron Judge? All right, so if they go in, so you let me ask 95 you. 95 games. All right, so right now you think 95 games. I put him down at about, I, I, you know what? But you want the other two moves to put them I'd probably over the take t- a tick concern. I'd probably say 93, 94, but fully believing something else is coming. Bauer, Snell, whatever. Midseason, Dylan Cease. They're not done. Steven is calling from Old Bridge, New Jersey. What's up, Steven? Hey, how you doing? Uh, good morning. I guess it's still morning. Um, Sal, you said it earlier about A.J. Burnett. I think Marcus Stroman really reminds me of A.J. Burnett, not pitching-wise, but, like, attitude-wise. Like, like uh, BT, you said in the beginning, the Yankees need, like, that, like, somebody with, like, like pizzazz, you know? Yeah, like, some energy. Baseball really needs that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, like, people like Fernando Tatis, they bring that type of thing. And I think Stroman could, like, really add that to the Yankees. And nobody on the Yankees has swag. I mean, you want to tell me ah, Glaber... Soto's, like, No, well, I'm saying that, like, last year. Yeah, okay. You know, you know, Soto for sure. But, like, you want to tell me Torres has a little, if he's playing well. You don't think right. Judge has swag? Well, but, he, but he's got understated swag, which I really appreciate. But I also think there's something to be said for in the monotonous run that a 162-game season is. You got to have some guys out there that are just a little unpredictable loose wires. <laughs> you need it, man. You just need that. You keep a move on the bus. I don't know why the I find club. that funny. You know what but I mean? I do. No, you, you I, know, I get it. I get it. Yanks aren't as corporate you, as they were yesterday, and I like that. He's a unique personality that needs to be able to be himself. That's a big message, like I said, with the bracelet here. Not only believe in yourself, but highlighted is be you, which yeah. is why I love it. You know, in the in the word believe, highlighted be, and then yourself highlighted you. He's got to be himself. So it's not going to be a – it shouldn't be a toned-down version. Maybe you want to see more mature. I Like, I just don't see the need to go back – Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And forth on Twitter and blocking people. Hank is in Yap, Hank. What's up, Hank? Hello, Sal. How you doing? What's up, Hank? I got uh, so I got one for BT and I got a couple of things for you, Sal. Mm-hmm. Um, BT, I think uh, I think the Stroman move is a very 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 good move. Um, I I you know I I think it'll be very very good with them because he he always wanted to be a Yankee. That was his whole thing. Yep. Okay. Yep. And um, Sal, a couple things for you. Um, my grandson actually played on the Patrick Medford Raiders with Marcus. Okay. And he blocked him too. For <laughs> no for no apparent reason. Yeah. 
And I tell you, my, my grandson is very, very upset about it because he loved Marcus. Of yeah. course, he played on the team with him. And the other thing, too, is he never said anything bad about the Mets. He loves the Mets. He's at all the Mets games. Yeah. And, and he blocked him, too, for no apparent reason. So don't feel nephew so bad about whole, him blocking yeah, me. Nephew, hold on. Usually, usually, there, usually there's some yeah. reason in there. Now, it's one thing if he blocked Sal, who didn't do anything, because people know who Sal is. He's a public figure. I mean, unless he was just looking at old photos and he's like, oh, I remember when this kid in sixth grade said something about my mom, a mom joke in the schoolyard. But, even, block him. but even then, like, well, come I'm being on. facetious, clearly. Yeah, I mean, well, come on. Well, well, Jeez, right, right. I mean, it might be I don't know if his name, knows, your nephew may have done something, man. My, my, <laughs> usually, and, and I've had a lot of people, because I used to block people. I don't anymore on Twitter. I just don't even read this stuff. I've never but, blocked anybody in my life. I mute a few people. I've never blocked yeah, anybody. And, and people used to say, like, oh, don't block him. It gives them satisfaction. No, what it does is gives me satisfaction that I let them know you no longer are going to see anything I do, and I can't even see anything you do. But now I just mute everybody or I don't uh, pay attention to it if it's negative. So I can understand the mentality of wanting to block people. However, I think he takes that to another level to where I legitimately interacted with him in a positive way on Twitter, and the next thing I know, I was blocked, and I never said anything bad about him. Mm-hmm. About the team, sure. About not thinking that they were enough, sure. But, like, that's yeah. my job. And, I, no, I, I and understand. it's the truth. I mean. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I just, boy, what? I mean, just think about how different this is. Back in, I know we got a break, in 86, and I'm sure before that, you had multiple Mets, and I'm sure some Yankees were doing this as well. Mm-hmm. They were in bars blowing lines <laughs> at 3.15 in the Jeez. morning, okay? Yeah. yeah. And... We are talking about a professional athlete blocking somebody it's on some stupid digital moronic app. That means nothing. Come on, like in man. the in the grand scheme of Just things, pitch well. It means I, I, I'm with you. You know, the more I think about it, come on, blocking somebody, uh, I'm Ooh. with you. <laughs> Throw him in jail. He blocked Sal. <laughs> Uh, the this, stuff on this social media is pathetic. It, it is pathetic. I was thinking about that on the train on the way in. Like I, I actually am worried for my daughter. And, and I think like, about that stuff when it's when it's checkout time. And by the way, more on that, because remember yesterday we were talking about like 80, and, and I started to break down like life into quarters like a football yeah, yeah, game. Yeah, 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 sure. 20, 40, uh, 60, 80. Uh, yeah. Dude, I'm in the third quarter here. Yeah, We're in the third quarter. Let's hope we make some adjustments in the second half. Yeah, really? BT and Sal on the fan. <laughs> Brandon Tierney, Sal, kind of back on the fan. We'll have a perfect parlay pick segment. Playoff edition coming up at 1240. Hoff will also unveil... What BT and I are going to have to dress up as on the final football Friday of the year, that is for losing the perfect parlay pick segment during the regular season to Hoff, who hit the 1-5 teamer and then ended up bearing his. I stunk anyway, so I deserve <laughs> the punishment that is yeah, coming my that way. That wasn't much better, pal. Yeah, we'll get into the uh, we'll get back to the Colts here in a second. We are just talking about this during the break, though, BT. The weather for this weekend. Now, I love watching bad weather football games. Yep. From my couch. Like, I can't even imagine going to these games at, you know, nine below as it's going to be in Kansas City. The snow in Buffalo. There's a chance they may move that game, you think, I someday? heard that this morning. Um, I haven't seen the latest update, except they're going to get 14, 15 inches of snow and maybe 65 mile-per-hour winds. How do you play in that? I... I don't know. I, I don't mean, even know how you get to the stadium to to play Well, in that's that. the thing. It, it might be out of their, I don't know if jurisdiction is the right word, but... I mean, government's going to take over, and local municipalities are going to take over. Roads closed. You ain't playing. So could this be a situation where they move it to Monday? They were talking about Cleveland, going to Cleveland. And still play it on Sunday at 1 o'clock? Yeah. They're going to decide that now. It's Friday. What do you want me to tell you, man? They're they're juggling some logistics. 
And then in that particular case, that's crazy. I think that's a disadvantage for the Bills, who are ten point favorites. I wonder if the line moves. If that's the case, like they could play this in Cleveland. I, I mean, this could, is going to sound insane. Like if they, and, and that would be so inherently unfair. Like you own, you earn home field advantage for this game, right? Yeah. Okay. You win the division. Yeah. And what do they say generally from a gambling perspective? Like, all right, the home team usually good for about three points. Right, and right. Buffalo's as good a home field advantage right. as it gets. Let them start up three zip. <laughs> yeah, really? Here we are. The opening kick builds up 3 nothing, And even that probably wouldn't be enough because think about the fans. Like, the lack of advantage uh, you're going to have throughout. And the lack of ambiance. You know, even if you yeah, – now, sucks. Buffalo – well, I was going to say Buffalo fans will travel. But how? If they can't play the game in Buffalo, how are they leaving Buffalo to go to Ohio to watch the Bills? Right, they especially wouldn't. when you're talking about a day or Unless two they now. I would, I would probably prefer – I know it screws everything up. But I'd probably prefer just trying to push it back to Monday or even Me Tuesday. Too. Me too. And then have them play the following Monday if you need to. Like yeah. The Bills, or I guess the winner of the game, because you can't have them on a short week. Yeah, I would agree too. Well, what's worse? Well, I mean, if you don't win, you don't get the, the possibility of a short week. Having that great home field advantage taken away, or if you win, being physically compromised in the next round. Ah, it's a tough call. That's a tough one. Dan is calling from Richmond, Virginia. What's up, Dan? Hey, Dano. Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? Big fan of the show. Thanks, Dan. What's on your mind? So, uh, big Yankee fan. Um, I know they signed Stroman last night. Um, it's a solid move, but I think the Yankees have to do more. I feel like they have to sign Snell, maybe trade for Bieber if possible. Then I really feel like the Yankees have a legit shot to go to the World Series. Well, there's no way they're doing both. Year. There's no way they're doing both, Dan. Uh, one of the two well, I think or Cease? I'd say get trade for one and then um, – like they're not going to do that. How you, they're not going to do that. You're going to empty the – I mean, you can't do that. You'd have a seven-man rotation at that and point. thanks for the call. You can't do – No, they're the, not doing both. The Yankees are in a tough spot to make a trade right now. And, look, you also have to save something because something will go wrong inevitably in season. Like, you could build a perfect team, and then at the deadline, you're still going to need to add something, whether it's a bullpen arm, whether it's a infielder. Like, something will happen. You need to be able to have some chips in hand – to make a deal then. Mm-hmm. You can't go trade everybody for Soto and then trade every Dude, they're asking for an arm and a leg for Cease. Like, you're going to give up a lot to get him. Well, that's where maybe Galeber Torres comes into the equation. They can part with him, mm-hmm. but but why would the White Sox want him? Like, yeah, they're not a looking year, for him. Yeah, they've got... Um, you're saying that in mid-season acquisition? No, I'm saying now. I've always thought there was a really good chance Galeber was going to be dealt. The fact that he's still here mid-ish January is a little... Not stunned, a little bit of a surprise to me. I still think it's a little bit in play here. Um, the arbitration number for Soto was, what, 30.1, and Galeber's arbitration number was 14.1. So is he attractive to another team you know, that's going to you know fight and scrap for you know to, to stay in the hunt at $14 million? I mean, I can't answer that. I, I would think there's a team out there that would be right, that as attractive. But I guess the point is, he. I'm not saying he wouldn't be an attractive player. I'm saying the White Sox would not trade Dylan Cease for a guy who's doesn't have control. Well, like, then you get, no, I'm saying you have to then, rather than giving up three or four amazing prospects, you give them Torres and maybe one or two pieces as a way yeah. to dilute what you do to the minor league well, system. Well, because, because he's the better player, but I don't think they are the right fit. You know, they might not be. They might not I be. I mean, I don't know maybe enough the, about the, the Guardians, Sox, but... Bieber. I don't know. Somebody, yeah. I mean, as, as much as I'm not a huge Galeber Torres fan, he's a good player. Correct. Agreed. And I think it's just, with the Yankees, where, you know, he, he's just... Too many plays he makes is not a winning player. Yeah. And I think he's part of – he's not the problem. He's no, not no, the he's not. biggest part of the problem, 
but he's part of the problem overall. I'd rather have more of a gamer there. Plus, the Yankees have guys that they could bring up. So you trade him, to your point, trade him to a team that's like, oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. We could use his bat in our lineup for a year oh, God, and maybe yeah. look to extend him. But it's got to be a one-year deal because he's not under control. That's the problem. Understood. Teams are trading for, especially teams like the White Sox, I would think, yeah. are trading for somebody that's going to be under control. Nick is calling from St. Augustine, Florida. What's up, Nick? Hey, guys. How you doing? How are you, Nick? Um, just want to go after, go over this thing with BT about the Yankee way and Judge and you know, all this stuff. Listen, Judge's first year as captain, let's take a look. Domingo Herman came in the clubhouse drunk, basically doing demo, wanted to rearrange the furniture. Rizzo was on, uh, you know, uh, a concussion for two and a half months. No one knew. And then all of a sudden that comes out. Josh Donaldson fighting with the other guys on, on White Sox, uh, coming out and saying when he was hurt, I'm not hurt. The Yankees are keeping me out, basically saying they got me on the IEL and I don't need to be. Clayber Torres doesn't ever run out of ball. This is you got you got uh, also Radon giving basically flipping off the fans with his shirt wide open. Looks like he just finished his posture. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. laying on the couch. Uh, <laughs> I hate that look. look like that. I, I, he looks like a slob. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, like, before the... I, I'm 43, so I went through all the pain with the Yankees, Sal. Yeah. You know, before... All the pain? You well, you're 43. You're my age. All the pain? No, no. I've gone through the pain with the Yankees as a Mets fan. That's what I'm you haven't I'm gone through fan. anything. You've gone through a dynasty. Oh, you're a Mets fan. No, <laughs> Somebody's oh, triggered. Oh, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm sorry about it. Everybody, calm down. Yeah, you guys Let's are all the calm same, down, Nick. I'm sorry. Team, man. Same team. Same team. Home team. <laughs> Listen, before the core four, there wasn't a Yankee way when I was alive. And after the core four, there hasn't been a Yankee way. You had Chapman coming in doing his thing. It's been a mess in the Yankee clubhouse. Hey, Nick, there is no Yankee way Nick, right now. Nick, I got it. See, yeah. Nick, I gotta, don't hang up on him. Okay, Nick, I got okay. a question for you. No, no. Hold on, Nick. Right, Hold, on. So you, you <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, Nick. Hold on, buddy. <laughs> It's not a tag team match. This is me and you now. So if Sal wants to come with the phone object after, he could. All right, Nick. So you aired out your list of grievances with the Yankees. You got your little disses. You took your little shots. So you've been on the air for two minutes, roughly, minute and a half, whatever it is. You've said nothing about your team because your team stinks. Yeah, well, you know what? The topic today, I've called him before about the match. The topic today, though, is Yankee way and how they're going to fix Thank strolling. you. He's on that, point. That, mm-hmm. let, let, let's get out of here. That, that's crazy. He's so, he's so much so on topic that I thought yeah. he was a Yankee fan. I was about to get <laughs> yeah. so The Yankee way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, like, listen, the Yankees haven't had a Yankee way in a long time. Well, and the Yankee, the Yankee way is no longer. I mean, you're, it's been a mess. People are drunk. People are beating people. Uh, no, 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 I got you. No, listen, the oh, Yankee. Wait, wait, wait. 
And thank you, Nick, for the call. Good call, Nick. Good good stuff back and forth. The Yankee way, to me, honestly, number one, it's grossly overstated. And it's something that I don't really gravitate toward. But what does that even mean? The aura, the history, you come to the Yankee. But that's still there. Well, it it is. Yeah, well, the history is, of course, there. But the the aura is eroding. Well, that started with the, uh, you know, demolishing the old stadium. That's a big part of it. Once they made the change to the stadium, and the new stadium's fine, but like. Yeah. Dude, you know better than oh, anybody. I still but love I, going but to the I, old stadium. I miss the old stadium. I remember I the first time I walked through the tunnels. It was the 1997 Mets-Yankees first matchup. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I remember my first time in Yankee State. Like, even as a Mets fan, you can't deny the aura, the feel. And it then, was different. And then those teams winning, it it, it was different. It was like a steel cage match. Right field hung over the right fielder. It was intimidating. It was just different. Acoustics-wise, the whole scene, what you were doing in the stands, it was just different. Right. Was it as corporate? It's fine. Things change and you evolve, and it's probably a better place to take the kids, which is what I care right. about now as a better dad. place to get food and, yeah, and have space and yeah. all that. But it's not a better place to watch your you team. You don't see as many down. wins, but you, yeah. you, know, you spend more money and you, your belly's a little thicker. But the yeah. bottom line is this: you know what was that? Was that Nikki uh, Nick out in St. Augustine? Yeah. You know, Nick threw a bunch of things out there. Okay, Herman, uh, I'm not going to make light of somebody's substance issue. You know, if somebody wakes up and they are driven to drink in the morning, seriously, without making light of this, that's not Aaron Judge's fault. And he said Aaron Judge because basically implying he's not a good captain. Rizzo and the concussion misdiagnosis or initial diagnosis or however it was, the guy tried to play through it because he's a gamer. If anything, you laud that, even though it's incredibly dangerous when you mess well, around with the him, brain. it's not him. It's them for misdiagnosing it. Yeah, That's but he kept, he kept rolling himself no, out no, there when I'm, he didn't feel right. Right, but I'm not blaming him. I'm blaming them. They, yeah, the yeah, Yankees, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm, uh, you give him credit for wanting to mm-hmm. play. I mean, his equilibrium was shot. He was actually going to be an all-star. His first month and a half was awesome. Even with Herman, like, the Yankees are at fault for... They should have known better. Like, this was not a first-time thing, obviously, with Herman. He had some issues. He had issues. They never got to the bottom. Maybe they tried to help him, but, like... I don't know how... They let it get to a point where it's so bad. I'm not not saying you could have full blame on any individual, but you should have known. And then about Rizzo, like, they should have known better. that's the Yankees' fault, for sure. okay. But, you know, it's not judges' job to police the organizational's medical policies. I mean, again, guys not running out ground balls all the time? Yeah, that's something that you can look at. He didn't bring Donaldson in uh, and Rodon with that stupid button hanging open, hanging open like a drunken sailor. It's just not going to work this year. I mean, yeah. it's barely going to work if he's 18 Luigi and 7. looking mustache. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he right. looks like a mess. That's yeah. got to change. Here, the Yankee aura and conforming and conservative. You know when that works? When you're good. When you have ball players. When you matter. When you're a potent powerhouse. When you're a B-minus team or a C-plus team like they were a year ago, don't tell me about Aura. That's it. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the fan. We'll continue with your calls here. We'll reset, hit you with the crown topic of the day coming up at 12. Got to work some football in here as well. We'll do some perfect parlay pick segment, playoff edition. And by the way, they're not moving the game. They're oh, they're still, not? Just, yeah, just figuring things out during the break. It looks like they are not moving the game. So they're going to play Buffalo it to through the snow? That's the way it looks. One, uh, that's awesome. 65 huh? mile per hour wins possible. Let's go. It's got to change the way you bet the game. <laughs> For sure. The way you go. I wonder if the line comes down that significantly. All right. Uh, one quick thing before we do get back to the calls here. Mm-hmm. the You and I were just talking about this during the break. There's this viral video going around that some dude, some player on Duke, the Duke baseball team, can name oh, yeah. every World Series winner ever. Mm-hmm. What year do you think you could go back to oh, and geez. name, or at least give me a window that you can name every World Series winner from so-and-so year to so-and-so year? I don't know. Um, 
Maybe the 69 Mets. Maybe starting with that. Wow. That's yeah. pretty deep. Yeah. And, and, and then a couple, before, a couple before that. But oh. I don't know if they'd be sequentially perfect. All right. So let's say you start with the 69 Mets. Up until when do you think you'd tap out? Because, like, for me. <laughs> I forgot who won last yeah, year. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, uh, that's that's I, the crazy part. I could probably go from 84 <laughs> till about. 84 is the Tigers. Like 2,000. Jeez, I would hope. I, like, honestly, right? I yeah, mean, like it's... 2003-ish. Right, uh-huh. when, right when I started working at Fan. Uh, like, this is your sports career starts. Yeah, right? You forgot everything that you were watching. <laughs> what a coincidence. Isn't that remarkable, though? And that's the way the brain works. Yeah. And, I mean, it's funny. We're going to reveal, and Hop's going to tell us what we have to dress up for uh, as, a, as a result of losing the yeah. perfect parlay wage. I mean, I have images of WW then F interviews from 1979. Right. Sitting up with my grandma. I'm right. five. And... I forgot who won the World Series three. Yeah, right. Or right. Or you watch like a show. Like I'll watch stuff now. Like we watch that, whatever it is, Adrian Adonis uh, special. Or, that was a good one. Yeah, like, uh, the ring, uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Right. That Dark was Side good. Of, they have some good stuff. But I'll watch stuff and I just don't retain it the way that I used to either. No, nah, I, I hear you on that as well. Somebody was saying like it's because you, the older you get, like the more you have in there. But the the younger, well, the younger, also brain cells die. Well, I guess maybe that's it. part of it. I don't know, but like when I was younger, it, but 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 the young stuff's still there. Me too. Like it was yesterday. Right. You have to guess. So yet the yesterday stuff is not there. Said, right. I can't remember anything. <laughs> you know, <laughs> how does that happen? Uh, Sal, I wish I had a real medical explanation for you. I'm sure it's a pretty simple one, but I can promise you we're not alone. Uh, BT and Sal on the fan. Vinny is calling from Staten Island. What's up, Vinny? Hey, Vinny. Hey, what's going on, guys? So I don't, I, I'm not a big fan of the Strowman move, but I think with a lineup that he has now, I think it will make him a more better pitcher um, because it'll, it'll give him the run protection that he needs with Judge Soto Dominguez when he comes back from injury. But I think the one move that Sal was making and that nobody's really talking about, I think it's Josh Hader. Um, something tells me that they can go okay with these five, which Schmidt, Strowman, um, Rodon, Cole, uh, and Nasty. Nasty, yeah. Okay. I I think if you get Josh Hader, it moves Holmes to the eight, Lewiska to seven, um, and then build your bullpen from within. Um, I think that 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 would be the go. That's the go-to guy move. If you don't get Hader, pivot. Your favorite word, BT. You pivot back pivot to possibly. Uh, Corbin Burns or Shane Bieber, yeah. or a, a or a connection with Bieber and Emmanuel Classe. I know they said they were inter- entertaining offers, but I don't know if they're going to trade them now this close to the season. They said but they're not trading the Bieber either. Hoff is telling me they said the uh, Cleveland team said they're not trading um, uh, oh, okay. Bieber either. So I like your right, move, though, Vinny. He, he, I, I like the idea. Now we talked about Jordan Hicks, and thank you for the call. We that was a up, pretty good plan, Vinny. Good we, call. We brought up Jordan Hicks because that was the I think report yesterday. Yeah, that it was I, out there. Yep. Right, that the Yanks were showing interest yeah, or yeah. whatever. But you know, the more I think about it, I felt last year the Yankees had an issue with closer. I know Holmes is okay. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's but, better in the eighth. Right, he's better in. So the eighth. think of how much more powerful yep. you would be. It, and, and then forget Hicks. Like I do like Hicks as an arm, but he's just another good arm at the back end. Hater is lights out. If you add him mm-hmm. and move everybody back in inning, now you have a loaded bullpen. I ideally, you know, you add him and then maybe one more starter. I just, 
you know, is it realistic to expect that they can get one of those top four starters out there plus Hater? If if I had to have one more move, I'd rather go get the best of the bunch, and I think that that's Hater. Okay, you you can't control. You can't at this point. You cannot control exactly how Jordan Montgomery feels about you. So you right. can't control that. Oh God, but I love Montgomery and Hater. I, I hear, but follow where I'm going. So you can't control Montgomery's ill will toward the organization. Whatever. Right, right, right. Unless you overpay blindly, which is stupid. You can't really control how aggressive and reckless Boris is going to be with Blake Snell. Can't control it. You can only react and say, we're good, but you can't control it. $200 million floor, whatever. You're right. Exactly, right. as you put out yeah. there before. You can't control how unrealistic the White Sox might be and what they demand for Dylan Cease. You can control signing a guy who is desperate to get back in the game. And again, that's Bauer, okay? So... God, Bauer hater too does this. I mean, even potentially better than well, Montgomery. That's where hater. I was going. Right. Like, if haters to play, and I think it makes a lot of sense. Like, you slot people down. Seventh inning, Loisaga healthy this year. They missed him. Awesome. You know, obviously. Well, the eight. Well, yeah. Eighth inning becomes better. Ninth inning becomes lights out. Why not get both? If you're truly in it to win it, and it's an all-in year with Soto for one year and Rizzo on his last legs, and who knows if Torres gets an extension, and Judge in his prime, and Cole in his prime off of Cy Young, and all these variables, Verdugo, who's probably going to be gone after the year, all these variables, why would you not do both? I think Hater's got to be the guy. Do the more both! Th- I'm glad the caller brought it up. The more I think about it. Do both! No, no, I know, but, well, Bauer, there's unique circumstance, and I think it's even... Better for the Yankees because they won't have to pay what he's truly worth. Correct. We've talked about that with many teams, but if the Yankees are going all in, all aggressive, and they could take the funds and put them toward Hater and get that dominant closer, and then go out and get a guy who could be number two for 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 number five money. What do you think? All right, two but questions. That's the here. power move. That, that is the biggest flex the Yankees will have ever made. In their existence. Hater and this offseason. Hater and Soto, Bauer. Hater, Bauer. Strowman? What they've done so far is good. Obviously, it's been Soto good. great. It's been good. But if you finish it with Hater and Bauer. It's, it's, I mean, that's the World Series team right there. And and then that's what you were saying the Yankees would do. And by the way, getting Bauer is not even like really flexing any muscle. Well, that's what I was. It's it's being opportunistic if you've right. got the stomach to absorb right. the PR stuff as you, was, you and I have mm-hmm. talked about. So. Two questions for you, but they're both the same of the same conversation. How many years do you think Bauer signs for? Wherever he signs. I think he's signing a one-year deal. One year with a, maybe a trigger? One I year think, with maybe a team option? He's not getting a player option. I one think, year plus team option? Maybe. Yeah, okay. right, that's exactly right. One okay. year plus. The, that's what I would say if I'm a team because I would give you one year. Uh-huh. And if you do well, I want the option to keep you. I agree with you. And, and by the way, I think he'd be lucky to get that. I agree with you. So if we agree on the terms, the length, what kind of... You know, salary? Do you think he's going to command for the first year? I don't think it's going to be more than ten million dollars. I think it might be somewhere around seven or eight. Yes, you think you're getting for nothing? Who can make thirty starts and be one of the ten, twelve, thirteen best pitchers in baseball? How about this? First year, seven million. Mm-hmm. Team option, fifteen million. Yeah, we'll double or it. whatever. Well, yeah, yeah I, I, in the neighborhood of R- we will yeah, reward roughly. you. Yeah. You want to go eight, sixteen? You want to go? Whatever. Well, even a mutual option because that could incentivize him. Because, listen, he's, got he's no, not going to have any choices. There yeah. you go. He's, that's true. You beat me he's to it. He's got no power. Yeah, you beat me to it. He's not going to have any leverage at all. He's just desperate to get back in the game. And if you missed the interview, now I know that the Japanese baseball is more tackified, et cetera, which leads to more spin rate, blah, blah, blah. He had 99.4 miles per hour, and it's documented in Japan. And the, the guy's desperate. 
and he's on a on a personal makeover. Now I get it. If Boy, you can't that reconcile be, that, I, I respect that. I will tell you that would I be mean, some eclectic clubhouse there. That's true. You bring in Hater, uh huh, and his personality. Yep. Obviously, what, what all they have in place already: mm-hmm. Strowman and Bauer, and then Bauer and Rodon, who's a little bit of a I mean, like what, as they, well. what they have in and house. Verdugo. Let's go. Oh man, that is an eclectic mix smoke. right there. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 